All of this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about profit. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to encourage, enlighten, and educate you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey, and I'm the owner and director of Strong Women Co., a global and interactive company that's helping women to be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. You can check us out at strongwomenco.com for our one-on-one programs, uh, goddess jewelry, um, lots of other cool stuff we got coming on up. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and motivation. Oh, and there's the Strong Women Co. tribe. I just let uh, a bunch of folks in uh, and I haven't even got the welcome uh, mat properly out yet, but people started introducing themselves. The Strong Women Code Tribe is a, a tribe of women from all over the world. And uh, I'll put the, the link in the show notes. Uh, you can just answer a few questions. It's all about women helping each other through womanhood. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of cool things that get uh, posted in that tribe. And it's uh, such an honor uh, to uh, facilitate and, and hold space for the sharing and healing um, laughs and cries that go on in there. Um, So as I mentioned, my name is Kelly Hickey and uh, I love doing this work. I love doing this podcast. I love doing the work I do with clients. I love doing the work I do even with making, you know, memorable, special um, things like uh, empowering jewelry. Uh, And this is uh, a real honor. I just want to thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being a part of this movement, movement, the strong women movement. And I'm willing to do a shout out to all the women listening uh, and the uh, non-women also, the the, uh, identified men and non-binary folks, people questioning. Uh, I hear from you guys from time to time and I know there's a lot of different people out there listening just trying to get the ideas of empowerment and encouragement and support uh, through the lens of a more feminine perspective that is often missing in our just general kind of society. So shout out to the loyal listeners and welcome, welcome, welcome to everybody who's new. Please share this with anyone you think who could use uh, the life tips we share, the support, the encouragement, because uh, that's really how we do expand is people being like, hey, you should check out this podcast. You know, I like it because X, Y, or Z. Um, so we just did have a uh, big week uh, last week. We did some Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday sales. It was the first time I did that. I always feel a little strange because, you know, I am kind of like a punk at heart (laughs) and anti-capitalist. And and to tell you the truth, like it's really hard being an anti-capitalist and an entrepreneur sometimes. Um, But, you know, to to be able to keep pumping out podcasts, to be able to spread the word. And I just do love making the jewelry. And then I just get so much joy at putting people's packages together. I had to put packages together for people who took uh, took advantage of our sales for in the states across canada australia i dropped one off today um so it's just a really cool kind of uh, thing we're doing but i was feeling bad that the podcast listeners unless you are on social media you would not have known of the sale so i was like oh that's not really fair because i know not everyone's on social media or not on social media often so i'm doing a special uh sale just for you guys you can get 
three of our goddess bracelets. Those are handmade. Uh, they come with three handmade goddess breeds of a Venus that is uh, is modeled after a Venus that's 25,000 years old. You can just check out our website for that. Uh, but I'm going to continue on. This is going to be a, po- a code that only you, the podcast listeners, get. <laughs> and um, the code will be, and I'll put this in the show notes, Podcast Love, capital P, capital L. And then you'll get three uh, for two. And if you were wondering about um, just for shipping and stuff like that, like it will come up on the website. But if you were wondering for timing, if you if it was possible for you to get it before Christmas or wherever you're listening to this, just shoot me a message at kelly at strongwomanco.com and uh, I'm, we can probably figure something out pretty fast. I'm getting pretty good with the whole mail system now. Oh man, I just started using my uh, 100% compostable mailers and I'm feeling so good every time I send it out. It used to kill me to put the mailers out in these bubble mailers um sure it really protected the jewelry and stuff but it was like single use you know it's utterly ridiculous and uh, strong woman co we are uh, part of our mandate is eco-feminism we are working towards zero harm um and you know we do everything from everything we can think of to be more um, sustainable and environmentally friendly. Ah, I don't even know if I like those words. Just kind of Mother Earth-minded. Mother Earth is a deep part of our spirituality of, of just, you know, of womanhood. And uh, so it was really hurting me when um, I had to use those bubble mailers and knew they would just get tossed in the trash and exist for hundreds of thousands of years. And even when they get broken down, it's just in a tiny pellet. So uh, I was so pleased when another woman entrepreneur uh, contacted me and we were me and a bunch of other women entrepreneurs just kind of went into this giant buy-in to get these 100% compostable, uh, compostable biodegradable mailers. Um, and it just feels so good. You know, it's a very, it's a small thing you know, uh, for business wise, but literally the joy I'm getting in using these compostable mailers and sending them off, um, is just, it's, it's a huge, huge value in knowing that, um, we're working towards uh, a better world. Like we do everything we can, like, you know, where, where our, our, the server we have for our website is ran by wind energy. You know, we'd use everything recycled, everything scraps, uh, all of our packaging can be used, uh, more than once for various things like turning into bookmarks or, or uh, and it's all very mindfully done so it's just another another thing that we have uh, is these compostable mailers and I'm so psyched about that we also have uh, I'm going to be putting up on the website um, as soon as I can finalize a few things so maybe by the time you're listening to this uh, there are going to be three new goddess necklaces on the website uh, and there's going to be a blessed Kuan Yin uh, uh, necklace and this also has a spiral goddess and Kuan Yin uh, is a wonderful kind of like loving compassionate kind of uh, goddess if that's the kind of vibe you're in um, then there's also an Isis goddess necklace that is so beautiful and these are really simple on black cords um, all vegan um, and Isis is a wonderful uh, goddess for helping you heal yourself and uh, particularly healing your mother issues if you have any of those but she's kind of like the goddess of just like rebirth and spring and and just like self-healing and then Kali oh Callie how, how do I Callie is one of my favorite goddesses of all time um uh, she was introduced to me by a uh, previous podcast host Teresa Butler and uh she was like you are Callie I was like what <laughs> and so Callie is uh, a 
kind of like one of those really great warrior goddesses, but she comes in and slashes and burns the things that are no longer serving you so you can kind of like rise up from the ashes. She's a real phoenix kind of goddess, um, but she's, she's fierce and strong and you can really tap into a lot of her kind of archetype energy uh, if you need to, you know, be that brave, courageous self to, to move yourself forward in the way that you want to move forward. So you guys are hearing about this first. Um, so you can check that out at strongwomanco.com. So, okay, let's get into the topic of this show, finding balance. Oh, was that too loud? <laughs> May have cut that. Uh, okay, so this was a topic. I threw it out to the Strong Woman Co. tribe. I said, you know, hey guys, I'm brainstorming on a podcast topics. What would you like to hear from? And shout out to my friend, sister, and tribe mate, uh, Jess, who uh, asked for uh, a podcast topic on balance and I was like oh that's a good one especially this time of year now I know if not everyone listens to it exactly at this time um, but right now as of recording this is like early December and already there's like a lot of things going on there's just things just take so much time you know like the the, the thinking of gifts and figuring out where to get them and then if you have to price them out and and shipping and all of these things it, it's it's a it's a lot it's a lot and of course most of that does fall on uh women's uh shoulders from everything from like making the memories to wrapping the presents to uh creating the events uh so you know this is a great topic uh, that i really want to dig in so without further ado let's do this <laughs> Okay, finding balance. Okay, what what does that even mean? What do you feel like in your body when I say the words finding balance? I I'm willing to guess that you may not feel necessarily a positive feeling when you think that. And uh, so I wanna I wanna approach this finding balance idea from a couple of different angles so that we can get a kind of fuller understanding of this concept and also um, what it looks like in our lives. You know what it, what uh, what it feels like and and why it, it, it is um, it can be important. So I think balance in itself is a really charged term these days. Um, I think it seems like just another thing we have to do uh, and usually fail at. <laughs> oh, I laughed a little too hard at myself for that one. Uh, but I think that um, uh, a lot of times women, you know, yes, we are, are, are kind of reaching for balance and striving for balance. And we're throwing this word around um, that uh, I, I don't really know if we know what it looks or feels like. Uh, and I don't know if we've ever known what balance looks or feels like. I, I know for sure um, our mothers and grandmothers' generations did not speak of balance. Uh, this is a new concept for us. So, of course, this is why we're kind of feeling around in the dark. But And, and of course, just modern times. But another reason, you know, uh, uh, that I think balance has, is so charged is I think that it ends up being just another thing for women to beat themselves up over is oh god i'm not finding balance oh i'm not doing this oh i'm unbalanced or you know and you know what uh, god god has blessed everyone out there who when they hear the word balance um uh, it's a positive thing for you and um uh, i don't want to exclude that perspective at all uh but just hearing from you know kind of clients uh, a lot of us just feel like balance is another thing we're striving for and sometimes slash often failing so i kind of wanted to just do 
when I knew I was going to do this as a topic of the show, I just did like a simple word association. This was like literally like 2.30 in the morning last night because I have just been uh, up thinking and creating a lot lately. Um, so word association, I just want to say that's a great tool to find out what your psyche really thinks of something. And, you know, kind of just in, a, in the kind of a multifaceted kind of way, word association or free association um, is often thought about in kind of a, a psychoanalytic uh, Freudian perspective of just like you just talk freely about that thing and then you just see what comes up. And so I was just kind of like just like writing it out and I said, um, you know, what, what, what do I think about when I, when balance, like what, what do I, what does it mean for me? And like, what, what comes up for me? Uh, one of the first things that came up was work life, work life balance. I think it's because literally it's just talked about so much, um, you know, in this world where, uh, there's, there's, we're, we're, we're striving for some kind of balance beyond just working ourselves, um, uh, to death, uh, quite literally. Another thing came up with me was uh, nature, and I just thought about balance and the balance in nature and ecosystems and how, you know, uh, nature just balances itself out. Um, you know, if, if there's too many of one animal and then it goes it back and forth. And, and so I thought about that in balance. I thought about pH balance, uh, particularly as a woman who's interested in pH balances of, you know, healthy, healthy pH balances in your woman parts means really good things. <laughs> Not non uh, non good pHs uh, can mean um, uh, unpleasant things. Uh, another balance was diet. You know, like uh, having a having a, a treat and but mostly being healthy and that kind of balance of finding it that way. Another word that came up was huge for me is fairness. Um, that's what kind of a balance felt like, uh, equilibrium. Um, and of course, I am a Libra. Uh, my sun sign is Libra. For our astrology peeps out there, my sun sign is Libra. Uh, my rising sign is Sagittarius, and my moon is Aries. So uh, Libra is all about equality. Sagittarius is kind of like all about that action to. Get the, the movie forward. Sagittarius is the archer. It's very similar to Artemis, which is, of course, our logo. And then Aries is the deeply feeling moon. <laughs> so here I am, this deeply feeling fighter, action taker for equality is kind of what sums up to me. But uh, as someone who is kind of obsessed with balance in a lot of ways, and but I wouldn't even say obsessed with balance. I would say obsessed with fairness and equality and justice. That's kind of how it manifests for me. But the last thing I was thinking about in the word association for balance was I just had this vision and um, it was a balance of like spinning plates on like, you know, uh, these long rods. And so you're just spinning, just trying to keep the spinning plates on all your hands and maybe your feet are involved too, maybe even your nose. And so you're just trying to keep this balance of all of these things, these spinning plates plates just oh 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 it knows oh you stand up straight and I, I feel like that's that's a kind of a great uh symbolism for how how we feel right like we're trying to keep these spinning plates we're trying to keep it balanced trying to keep ourselves balanced we're trying to keep those plates spinning and uh we're trying not to drop them <laughs> We're trying so hard to balance all of those things. So, you know, what's our place? So our jobs, our kids, our, our health, um, you know, our mental health, uh, the social justice issues, uh, you know, uh, environmental issues, family things, um, our feelings, our passions. There's just so many things. We're just spinning, spinning, spinning and trying to have this balance. Um, so, you know, I was going to introduce a concept uh, and then walk it back for a minute, but like, I, I was wondering, you know, is balance a myth? 
is balance possible <laughs> is it is it like just one of those like things you strive for like to be a good person <laughs> no one actually knows what that means exactly or it'll mean something different to every person but you know it's something that is is worthwhile kind of um as a concept to strive for but you know uh in reality we don't really know what uh what it looks like what it feels like and uh, especially in modern life for most people with responsibilities and jobs and kids and or elder care or you know um all the things that we have and all the ways that we're being torn balance can certainly feel like a myth or um you know something that other people seem to be able to accomplish uh rather easily is what it looks like for other people all the time right uh but that um you know it's something that's just uh you know, out of our reach uh, is what balance sometimes uh, can feel like. And um, uh, the reality is uh, we're not always going to be in a constant homeostasis like that. I guess if we were like monks <laughs> or, um, you know, like living off the grid and just like literally in balance with nature, uh, you know, sure, there would be more options to have more kind of um, traditional ideas of balance. But um even if you're living in nature and even if you're, you know, a bunk, there are things that come up that are going to require your focus. And um, that's how we are as, as humans. We, we have focuses we, that we, we, you know, put a lot of our attention on something for a bit and then, you know, go to the next thing. And it's just the reality, you know, with, with kids and family and friends and passions and your heart's needs and, and making money and paying bills, all those things, you're just going to have to have very kinds of um, dedicated focuses from time to time. And we just need to learn to get okay with that. Uh, you know, that, and in different times of the year, we're going to have different focuses, you know, um, so this is a busy time for holidays. So our focuses are going to be much more family oriented. Uh, what, so that means that something else is going to take a back seat. So if you're more family oriented or more like task oriented outside, you know, in your kind of holiday preparations, getting the house ready, uh, you know, um, baking, whatever your traditions are, um, then, you know, there's something else that quote unquote suffers or is sacrificed. And that's okay. <laughs> it's actually the only way it works uh, is if something else can kind of, you know, if you take turns with different focuses. So, you know, things like your career, that might take a back seat. Uh, you know, sure, you're still like trying to pay your bills and stuff like that, your job, but it may not have your same kind of focus as, you know, in other times of the year. Um, also, you know, things like your healthy diet may take a uh, <laughs> may take a hit for the balance, you know, because, you know, you're making memories and you're, you want joy. And, and this is a special kind of time of year for that. Um, but, you know, it, it really comes down to um, how do you want to feel? right? Like this is the question that we need to be asking for ourselves all the time. And because how you feel is everything. And um, we're really playing the long game here, right? So um, a lot of the times when we are talking about finding balance, wanting balance, working towards balance, these are the things that I think we actually mean and really want. Uh, when we're working towards and finding balance, I think these are things we want to be present, we want to be grounded, calm, happy, satisfied, and fulfilled, right? Like that's the kind of like the, the real kind of like do, ah, 
kind of like like you know heaven of balance is like is like happy and fulfilled and calm and grounded and if we felt all of those things i guarantee you you're going to feel balanced right um and so when we're playing the long game here and we're focusing on different things and we're going to be present and grounded at certain times and not be able to be so otherwise. Uh, and and it's, it's just like really kind of natural to go with the flow and to allow those things for yourself. And, you know, if you are feeling drained, if there's a lot going on and including in, in with the uh, holiday things, we, we push ourselves too far often. So just kind of ask yourself, like, you know, when you're doing things, is this sustainable? Because I think about like balance on the long term. So if you want to have a balanced kind of life, that's a life that, you know, you, you, you do uh, work that me- matters, means something to you, uh, you know, that doesn't have necessarily be always like capitalist, but like work in your life. We all have our life's work to do. We are here to do work. Work is not a bad thing. Um, it's actually a wonderful thing and part of our soul's path. But looking back, have we had a balance of work? Have we had a balance of love and joy? And, and of course, yes, with love and joy, there's the other balances of loss and grief and anger you know and I think we all want this this well-balanced life to kind of look back on so I kind of want I just wanted to give you five tips in how to um, find your balance work on your balance uh, in a real kind of way of things that you can take away you can think about in this in this uh, holiday season and moving into 2020 about uh, striving for finding creating working towards balance so what can you do to make yourself feel more balanced, calm, happy, satisfied, and fulfilled? Top five things here. Uh, number one, balance is fairness. So that's really what it is. So like, you know, thinking about fairness and justice and, and um, uh, equilibrium. Fairness includes being fair to yourself. Uh, fairness also you want to be fair to your kids your dogs your family your loves your friends fair to the environment you know there's this kind of like what is this fair Um, and uh, too often we are unfair to ourselves and our hearts desires and then we get out of balance and uh, we get dragged into being uh, drained and resentful and frantic. So, you know, like if, if you are kind of feeling or wondering, is, is this in balance? It's like, is this fair? And, uh, you know, if you're wondering, it's like, Kelly, I'm not sure if it's fair because I have all of these like latent ideas of fairness. Um, you know, you can sit down and write about it. You can talk to someone about it. Um, but like, what does it feel like in your gut? Does it feel like something is being, um, something is unjust? Do you feel like someone is not getting a fair shake? Because uh, that can cause a real problem in your um, kind of balance, balance homeostasis. If there is a lack of fairness perceived, um, that is probably one of the, it's kind of like a, um, taking the broomstick and putting it in the spokes of the wheels it'd really throw you off you know if there's like this perceived idea of you're giving more than um you know another person or you've been looked over for a job like there's these are the things that are really upsetting to us is like when things are not perceived fair so trying and working and and really kind of committing to fairness for yourself and and you know being fair that you are a human being and not a robot and that you know a lot of what society puts on us particularly as women definitely as men too that's another conversation um is that uh you know it's really unfair the things that were put on us so kind of just like you know taking your your kind of self out of the society's norms and ideas and 
figuring out for yourself what feels fair to you and um, what you can do to increase that kind of feeling of fairness and justice and uh, equality in your life. Like number one, that is a way to get into a better life of balance. That's number one, fairness. Number two, go easier on yourself and your expectations. I didn't say go easy on yourself. I'm already presuming that you have room to go easier (laughs) on yourself and your expectations. Um, Give yourself wiggle room. Try to be more flexible uh, and be positive in that, that, be a positive voice inside your own head. Um, This is one of the things that you can help yourself be more sustainable is kind of being gracious with yourself, having self-compassion. It often... When we feel like we're out of balance, it's because some part of us is not being heard. Uh, so, you know, it could be literally our bodies. That's for sure my kind of case. Uh, lately, my, my body's felt out of balance. And then, like, I take a couple of days of uh, focusing on that. And then, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel better already. You know, it's amazing. That's the other thing, too, is doing these little kinds of things for ourselves have huge effect and almost immediate. Um, so thinking about going easy on yourself. So I'm going to ask you right now. And I'm going to take a pause so you can actually think of it. In what ways could you go easier on yourself right now? So whatever came up for you just then, that is solid gold. If it was, you know, housework, um, food prep, uh, dealing with my bully at work, dealing with my family, whatever it was that you know, you're like, oh, I need to go easier on myself. Just use that as kind of like a map um, and a a, uh, indicator of a way that you can um, just be nicer to yourself, right? Like, because this is the chastising of ourselves um, is such an energy drain. And it's also just like part of a system that is not sustainable. If we want balance, we have to be encouraging and supporting, supportive of ourselves and each other, sure. But you are in control of your behavior. So you have the power to be encouraging and supportive of yourself as opposed to berating and chastising and critiquing yourself into submission. That's number two. <laughs> number three, and of course all these feed into each other, but uh, number three, evaluate where you're wasting your energy and then cut, 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 cut. Cut, 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 cut it out. Um, so uh, where are you wasting energy? So in this crazy modernity we live in, this modern world, uh, there are so many competing interests for our, inter- our, our, our attention and our energy. And our attention and our energy are our biggest assets, our biggest um, uh, things we have to give. That's the most valuable thing we have. And uh, often we kind of just like, you know, just throw away uh, a lot of that energy in wasteful, non-helpful patterns or behaviors. For me, um, I've gotten better with it, but um, it certainly is still a drain from time to time is internet conflict. (laughs) So someone says something grossly sexist, racist, or, you know, whatever. And like, cause I am... Libra, rising Sag, Aries, Moon. I just can't help myself, and I have to say how uh, just bring the educational piece. I'm also a teacher, you know. It's like, well, actually, this here's the data. This is why this is an issue. This is why this is actually misogyny of how women aren't played on the radio. And anyway, so I find that um, I, I get so invested in that, and I get very drained then. Um, and often there's just like 
idiots on the internet, friends or otherwise, or friends of friends, and I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Most of them are men, in my experience. <laughs> Ones that cause me to drain my energy. Most of them, not all, not all, not all. Many of them are men, so and including on the Strong Woman Co. Um, comments. So to the point where when I see ever there's a man who has commented, like a man's name, a masculine name who comes up on my thing, and I'm like, it's like so-and-so's commented. I have a, uh, a Pavlonian response of going, oh, oh, like what has he got said now, right? And so anyway, so now I have a little bit of a different kind of approach to these things uh, because I, I am leaning into who I am and I have to say things uh, sometimes or like, the little voice inside of me just won't stop screaming. It's like, this is injustice. You have to teach them. I will say it. Uh, and then I'm going to turn off notifications for it. <laughs> I just like drop that bomb and walk away. <laughs> and sometimes if I got time, I'll like continue education. But this like, I don't know, man. You just, you just got to like, you know, count your wins and uh, look at, uh, it's like yesterday I got into a, a bit of a thing. It was extremely frustrating for me. Um, and then uh, I just don't have the time all these comments were coming I was like I just don't I literally don't have time to check and to negate that nonsense so um that's a waste of energy for me so that's where I'm getting at is that uh, being able to uh cut 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 uh you know having that healthy boundary of like no more that's a waste of my my energy and my time another waste of energy and time is feeling guilty for not getting everything on your list done or just feeling guilty in general as, as a, a, um, a waste of energy unless that guilt makes you change your behavior towards something that makes you happier and proud of yourself like that is the only time guilt is useful uh besides that uh if you are feeling guilty and, and, it, and it doesn't cause you to immediately or very shortly change your behavior or perspective or you know whatever it's really it's a waste of time and it's just self-flogging and uh you know is there if there's a, a friend or a family member who's draining you if there's someone uh you know that, that at work you know, you, you shorten those, uh, the, the, that content and that attention uh, because that's a waste of time and you were trying for balance, right? We're trying for holistic. Ooh, that's another good word. Ooh, that didn't come up in my free association. Wholeness, holisticness. Um, if there's something that you are avoiding, I'll just tell you what you resist persists. So just kind of like dealing with things face on is a great way to stop wasting energy because uh, our fear is kind of like this sieve of just like all of our, so much of our energy goes into this fear. Fear from the future, fear of the past, fear of all these things. So look at where your drains are, uh, and and you know uh, if it's if it's you 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 get drained when you're scrolling mindlessly from your show your your um, on your social media. Now, I mean, if you get benefit from it, that's cool. But um, just look at where those drains are, and then like have the courage and self-respect and self-love to cut 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 uh, those uh, wasting energy drains um, in your behavior patterns, uh, and just just watch the energy stick to you instead of just being flown out of your body. Number four, body love. Um, I had to say this because if you do not have physical health you uh your otherwise balance is just like not even possible so i had been uh neglecting my body for several uh weeks um just the way the cookie crumbled and um just had a lot of responsibilities and a lot of exhaustion and dealing with a lot of shrt so i was just really kind of um uh, had conserved my my energy but i wasn't getting the exercise i needed um and i wasn't uh, necessarily getting the nourishing foods or the amount of water i needed so i I could really feel like a franticness about myself and in my body, particularly as someone who is an empath, who is a feeler, 
Um, I know that uh, if I'm if I'm not seeing to myself, like treating my body like you would a little baby, you just if a baby cries, you just go and give the baby what it needs, right? And that's kind of like how we should treat our um, our bodies. Hopefully, not wait till it actually cries, but just kind of the soothing and seeing to it. And I can say, you know, even after just. Um, uh, a, a few days back and just being back in what I guess I could call balance or you know healthy kind of um, uh, behaviors with my body nourishing behaviors I already feel better I already feel stronger I already feel stronger in my mind and my emotions so the whole body piece is a huge huge piece for balance okay number five number five is a broad but useful tip it's use your tools. Getting out of balance is inevitable uh, and part of our learning and living process. Um, part of when we know how to put up healthy boundaries or when we know something's not working for us is uh, because we feel out of balance. Uh, and then that is an indicator that something for us has to change. So I'm just gonna let you in on this like secret that you are gonna feel out of balance Mm -hmm. Yep. You're going to feel out of balance uh, probably around the holidays. Probably you feel it now. You'll definitely feel it in the future. And the important part is how we get back into balance. The important part is, um, you know, that we can have the self-respect and self-love again to be like, okay, I feel out of balance. So I'm going to acknowledge that I have the self-awareness that I acknowledge I feel out of balance. Okay, what are the tools I can use to help myself feel better, to help myself feel like I am back in balance or in balance uh, in general. And so these are the healthy tools. I'm just going to list them. You know, I'll, just, I'll do a quick recap for you. So we had number one, uh, balance is fairness. So being fair to yourself. Number two, go easier on yourself, girl. Like this is just me telling you, like you got, you, I guarantee you, I can say this to every single woman, you were being too hard on yourself for something. You can go easier on yourself and stop wasting your energy, which goes into number three, evaluate where you are wasting your energy and cut, 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 uh, cut it out. Stop it. Just, just stop wasting your energy. You, you are too precious. This life is too precious. You have too much amazing, positive, wonderful work to do. Stop wasting your energy. Number four, body love. Give that beautiful, amazing body of yours love, kindness, nourishing foods, exercise, fresh air, water. Listen to your body. Each one of our bodies is different. No one knows your body like you know. So number five is with those is your tools. So how do we, with those kinds of big concepts, what tools can we use to specifically help us in those top four ways? So I mentioned exercise. That one's a big one. That's a good one for clarity. It's a good one for, you know, if your, your emotions feel out of balance, if your body feels out of balance, if your mind, uh, if you, you know, can get on a treadmill and run for a few minutes or even just like a quick walk, you know, anything about your literally the, the biomechanics of moving your body um, can help you feel better and more capable and more, more like it, you have a sustainable kind of energy to move yourself forward in the way you want to. So exercise, we mentioned journal writing for sure I mean geez like I just I don't I don't know why I do this to myself but I don't do as much journal writing as I could so that uh because I know I get so much out of it I feel so much better after I get my brain dump and I feel like sometimes I don't do my journal writing just as like a punishment to myself or even just like approving to myself like no I can handle it I don't need to write it down 
laughed at myself pretty hard that time too, but it's real. Uh, that is real. Uh, so journal writing is so huge and I'm going to promise you, I'm, I'm going to write in my journal. Um, uh, maybe I can have a journal writing challenge. Ooh, hmm, stay tuned. Um, a walk in nature is another tool. Get at it in nature. If you want to feel balanced, you want to feel another words for balance. Sometimes it's connected and reconnected into this beautiful planet that we live in. Uh, that's a great way. You're getting your exercise, your fresh air, and kind of connecting to something outside yourself. Of course, meditations. Uh, there's tons of meditations on uh, Facebook and uh, on YouTube that you can use. Um, I, I, I put out meditations and all kinds of different um, kits and programs I have. I use them uh, regularly. Um, but honestly, I often don't have as much time for meditation as I used to. Entrepreneur life and momhood and all that. So I often use breath work. Breath work is kind of like, uh, it's, it's a kind of meditation where you can kind of just sit and just like make breath counts, you know, and breath, breath in and out, hold it in. Oh my God, guys, I didn't do the breaths. <laughs> That's how rattled I am. I don't even feel like I'm rattled, but either way, I didn't, I didn't do the breaths. All right, let's do them right here, right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Sitting up straight with our shoulders away from our ears. Relax your jaw. Relax the space between your eyes. We're going to count in for five for this breath. We're going to hold for five and then we're going to let it out for five. Okay. We're going to do this. We're breathing in. You count in your head. Okay. Hold for five. Let it out for five. All right. Another time. Breathing in for five. Hold. Let it out for five. One last time. Breathing in for five. Hold. And let it out for five. So, I mean, right away, I feel more calmer, more connected to my body, and better in balance with who I am. It's funny how just a few breaths like that can do that, right? All right, case study right there. <laughs> Breath work. Um, other tools you have, uh, talk with a close friend or loved one. Um, that's a great way, especially if you are feeling, I, I think that, you know, we literally need human connection to uh to, to live uh, in any kind of meaningful, helpful life. You know, it's why um, solitary confinement is seen as torture and cruel and why people regress so much um, and, and it's so traumatic for us as we are social beings. So we need to talk, we need to share. We are storytellers. So storytelling about your story and your story is important uh, and talk to someone who, who you care about, who cares about you. That's a huge tool to help feeling back in balance because that also means you're not carrying it around. Um, time to yourself, breath work, rest, creativity, you know, self-expression, just getting it out of you, right? These are healthy tools to help you feel back in or to feel balance in your life. Downtime is crucial, crucial. Having downtime where you can rest, unplug. Um, these and unplug meaning from uh, social media and other things and just general kinds of media, maybe electricity. Um, what, what a dream to go to like a log cabin where there's no, no, no power, right? But that kind of like in your mind, kind of like unplug in that way. So those are the tools. 
So uh, having said all of that, and that is all helpful things that will certainly absolutely help you with the balance in your life and increasing balance and feeling balanced and happy and whole and satisfied in your life. I'm just going to say that um, there's other things we can do, including uh, sharing responsibilities. And us women folk are not so, I don't know if I can say we're not so good at it. We're not so apt. We're not, we are trained by society and elsewise, uh, maybe it's in our DNA, who knows. But we think that we have to do everything ourselves. And it probably comes back to the fact that we had to do a lot of crap to ourselves a lot. Um, but of course, then, you know, in, in generations past, we did have um, sisters and aunts and, and other cousins and to help with like childcare and, and cooking and getting groceries and all these things. So, so we're very isolated now. So we really absolutely need to share uh, responsibilities and ask for help. Um, and if asking for help is hard for you, if that's one of the things that you're resisting, well, there you go. That's one of the things you can do to help yourself feel more balanced is um, to kind of face that, that reality, that kind of resistance you have and do it. Um, and it's not a necessarily an easy thing, but, you know, especially with, for childcare, uh, I was, I was guilty of this myself. My husband is a beautiful, amazing man. Um, but, uh, when he worked away a lot, especially when my little one was small. So I just got really into, used to like doing, uh, putting to bed every night and doing all these things. And, and then I realized I was like, whoa, uh, when I was, I was really out of balance and I was like, hang on now, we've got to change this dynamic. And uh, that was one thing that uh, certainly helped me um, get more balance in my life was that sharing of responsibility uh, whenever possible. So that's really huge. Uh, and I want to do a specific shout out to my wonderful friend, Jess, who inspired this show. And just to tell her um, that, because uh, I know she has uh, a little one, um, must be 14, 15 months, maybe 16 months now. Um, and I just wanted to say, like, shout out to all the new moms and all the moms in general um, that uh, it, it's, can, it's really exhausting. <laughs> it's really exhausting being a mom. It's wonderful. It's hard. It's like literally like the, the back and the forth. And um, just a shout out to the new moms, if there's any new moms out there. Uh, my little one is four now, um, still constant, but I didn't really feel like I could anywhere back to myself until she was about one and a half. And then she, cause she just gets a little, you get a little bit more independence, right? That they, when they, especially when they, they uh, can occupy themselves and, and relatively feed themselves and, you know, uh, so I just want to do a shout out that if you are uh, a new mom, our bodies go through a hell of a lot. Um, and, and it, no matter what, if you're breastfeeding or not, feeding a baby constantly is exhausting. Seeing to the needs of an infant, uh, or even, you know, I guess we can talk about even elder care. If you're taking care of someone, it's exhausting. And I just wanted to give a shout out that, um, that's where you, um, if at all possible, reach out, ask for help and be okay to accept the help. Um, if that help is from your partner or a friend or a neighbor or a family member or, you know, home care or whatever, whatever it is, um, don't be afraid uh, that, you know, to ask for what you need to help yourself feel more in balance. Don't be afraid to say no. The last show we had was, you know, learning to say no. This holiday season, do not be afraid to say no. I'm, I'm giving you this. Do not be afraid to say no. Do not feel guilty about saying no because your balance, your homeostasis, your feeling of fairness, your feeling of, of justice, your holistic feeling of uh, existence is uh, determined on if you do feel imbalanced or not. So 
this is uh, this is it. These are your tools to help you feel balanced in this season and any season. I hope that this was uh, useful for you. Uh, if you have any questions, of course, just email me at kelly at strongwomenco.com. And hopefully we are all just going to help each other work towards uh, a better life of feeling happy and s- satisfied and fulfilled and calm and grounded and present and balanced and, of course, whole. And now it is time for the featured song of our show. Now this song was a bit hard to find. Um, I'd spent some time looking for a song on balance in the way that um, we're talking about it here today. And it was really hard. It, it, essentially, I, I couldn't find it. And if you know one, please send it to me and I'll put it on a, a highlights reel. <laughs> um, but uh, I just, it, it, uh, first of all, all the ba- songs I found about any kind of balance uh, were, were sitting, sang by uh, men. But uh, even even then, it wasn't that our kind of uh, balance we're talking about. I did find some cool songs about balance by uh, French women musicians, um, which was really interesting. Uh, I don't know if there's like a different kind of psychology and philosophy in the culture, in French culture, that allows for a, a, a better discussion on balance. Or, But I found a couple of songs that I will definitely be using uh, for something in the future uh, that were really, really cool. Um, but even though, you know, I, I understand a lot of French, it's kind of hard to decipher it when people are singing. So I didn't want to include that necessarily right now. So I f- came across this song, um, and, and it was kind of in the big picture of balance. And it is uh, Leanne Warmack's uh, I Hope You Dance. And you might think, hey, that's a strange song, Kelly, for this. But after you hear the lyrics, I think you'll understand it. Because balance isn't necessarily, you know, um, about just focusing or, or, or just just acknowledging the good, right? Like balance is kind of acknowledging it all and and um, doing things in the uh, kind of uh, despite the, the fear or the um, negative emotions. But also, um, I just love this because it's kind of, if you imagine um, what, who's singing this to you is not Leanne Warmack, but, you know, uh, imagine the universe or whatever your word for the universe is, uh, creator, mother earth, god, goddess, um, uh, beloved, all-powerful, loving energy of the universe, <laughs> and whatever you want to call it. Just imagine, like, you know, if you were created by someone or something, this is the creator singing to you, is uh, that they hope you dance, um, and that they hope you smell, feel small when you stand by the ocean, and they hope you, you know, have this kind of, like, balanced perspective of life uh, that allows you to feel whole and happy and satisfied and fulfilled, um, and, and, and brave and, and all of those things. So, um, when I was thinking about the feeling that I wanted to leave you with on this, uh, podcast, when I listened to this word, the, the words, I was like, oh no, this is absolutely perfect. Uh, this is a, a 99 song. I think it came out. Uh, many, as you know, I can't do top 40 songs in Canada because of the radio station that we broadcast out of, shout out to CHMR. But uh, uh, according to this, uh, my, my uh, research, it didn't go to that in Canada. It went to that in other places. But this is a great, great song um, for you to kind of zoom out and just kind of like feel like, you know, and dancing, dancing is, is medicine. 
music is medicine, right? Like these are all things that we can do to help us feel whole, to, to fill in our holes, to, to help our, ourselves feel better in mind, body, and soul. Dance, move around, uh, take this, the medicine that is in this music and the medicine that is in this song and uh, feed your soul with it. So take it away, Leanne Warmack. I hope you dance. choice to sit it out. 